Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered. It's our World Cup final preview. That's right. India hosts Australia. A phenomenal event is ahead of us. I'm Menas. I'm joined by Gav Joshi. Well, we're on the eve of something special, Gav, with two great teams locking horns. We are, definitely. But what I've just been speaking to a few people, journalists, uh, former cricketers, Ahmedabad is going crazy, Menas. You can't find hotel accommodation. You can't find a, a ticket anywhere. I've heard of people actually driving 2,000 kilometres to get into Ahmedabad. They even think of locking out people from coming into Ahmedabad. So it is going to be completely a sea of blue. I mean, you talk about home support. I mean, I think there's going to be about maybe 70-odd people who might be supporting Australia in that ground. But apart from that, <laughs> it's going to be a huge challenge for Australia. I was reading something today. Isn't it true that though, though obviously the crowd is going for India, that a lot of these fans do love the Australian team. They love a lot of the Australian players due to their involvement in the IPL. So it's, you know, a perfect matchup for the Indian fans. It is. It is. Um, definitely. I mean, you know, they, they value all those players, but I mean, look right now, it just, I think that the patriotic support for India, it just keeps rising. Um, and especially, it's it's also more sort of player orientated. I think even you know there'll, there'll be supporters who will be going there. And in fact, of course, cheering for India is one thing, but they actually want one particular player to do so well, whether that's Rohit, whether that's Virat. Um, and and similarly, I think that they might have that soft spot for some of the Australian players, where you're like, well, I want India to win, but I really like Steve Smith, or I, I want I want to see Mitchell Stark take a couple of wickets, or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And I think. The fans still probably want a close enough contest. I think, uh, speaking to a couple of people who went to that semi-final, they felt it was a great semi-final where, you know, Indian supporters did get tense, but India did win quite comfortably at the end. Mm. So, uh, look, it, it's going to be phenomenal, 130,000. I mean, just got the uh, 
uh, you know the details of, of the amount of shows that that are going to be happening there's going to be an air show there's going to be at first drinks interval there's going to be some singers and dancers and um oh, it, it's just going to be an absolute festival so it's going to be difficult for the players maybe to concentrate on the game yeah i mean this will be the biggest game in india for, for a long long time i can't think of a bigger occasion I've just, I just lost you then, Dennis. So. Yeah, so I was just going to say, you know, this would be the biggest game in India, you know, for a long, long time. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I'm curious to see what the uh, TV ratings are. That, that uh, um, You know, I think we're looking at, well, probably nearly 600, 700 million people possibly, at least pushing to, um, you know, half a billion people who will watch this uh, just in India. So, yeah, absolutely. It's on a Sunday afternoon. Um, I can guarantee you that Indians, most Indians love a siesta on a Sunday afternoon, but I, I don't think, well, they might even do that if Australia's batting tomorrow and Marsh and Head get off to a good start along with Warner. But um, I think tomorrow night, I think, you know, I think you, you think it's hard to believe who, who isn't going to be watching cricket tomorrow. Maybe a couple of the pilots, maybe train drivers and a few doctors. But apart from that, I think everyone will be glued to their television screens. Wow, well, you've set the stage for what's going to be an epic event. And speaking of siestas, I think you and I might need a siesta on Sunday <laughs> to prepare us for what will be a long night ahead. Need to keep my wits about me. Uh, so I want to talk about with you about where this game could be won and lost for both teams. India, obviously the heavy favourites, but, you know, Australia have shown that on their day they can beat anyone. Uh, but before we get into that, this episode of Cricket Unfiltered is brought to you by NordVPN. So you can get a special offer by heading to NordVPN.com forward slash Cricket Unfiltered. And it's never been a better time to sign up for a VPN because wherever you are in the world, you can never miss a ball of the cricket by switching your virtual location to your so you can use your sports viewing app wherever you are. And, you know, during the World Cup final, you don't want to be missing any of that. So head to nordvpn.com forward slash cricket unfiltered. The link is in the show notes. But if um, you're a subscriber to this podcast, you get a great offer. All right, Gav, now it's time to get down to business. India just look stacked. I mean, I've got the stats up here for me. Virat Kohli, 711 runs. Aya, 526 runs. Sharma, 550 runs. Then you've got Rahul with 386 runs and Gil with 350 runs. It's just hard to see a chink in that armor of the top order. You know, yeah. Is there any weakness there? Uh, not in the top five. No, I think it's the most complete five in in at the World Cup, and that's why India's been doing so well. Um, six downwards, possibly. Surikumar Yadav. Uh, uh, you know, what if India is is four for hundred tomorrow? Can he play that long innings? I think that's the big question. That's where Australia will look to target India. Now, it hasn't happened, but if they pick up those four wickets early, or even at four for hundred fifty three, Surya generally come in with only maybe ten odd overs left, and that's when he's at his best because in those thirty balls he can get sixty runs. But he hasn't been exposed that much. He hasn't had a lot of game time. Jadeja, yes, he's he's terrific. Um, and then you have, you know, there are some doubts, talks about even Ashwin playing this game. I don't think it would happen. Um, I don't think India will take that risk, although it's going to so, be. So if Ashwin were not to play, who would they, if, sorry, if oh. Ashwin were to play, who would they leave out? 
Asaraj will get left out. I think Shami okay. has to play. Uh, but I don't think that would happen. They, uh, I mean, uh, just hearing, and I think it might have been the uh, quote from the ground staff, they said, you know, around 310 could be a very, very good score batting first. And uh, it could be defended as well because under lights, it could get tricky under batting. So if, if the curator so, so, is saying that. Yep. So what you were saying then about, you know, uh, maybe Sky at six being where Australia could target. So do you think, you know, a lot of this World Cup final depends on how Australia's opening bowlers go against mm. the India top order, bearing in mind that if India get away, it's going to be very hard to stop them. So it really comes down to Australia being able to take some early wickets. No, oh, absolutely. We, we saw what Josh Hazelwood can do. Uh, we know Mitchell Stark. I think so. I think Australia to have a chance, they need to have India three down pretty early. Uh, but that's why I think Kale Ruffle is so important. I think he's that number five who can accelerate. He can play those beginnings. He pulled off that brilliant run chase in that opening match against India when, you know, uh, um, when against Australia rather, when India were, what, three for three or three for two or whatever they were. But so I think he's the important wicket. And so you see a lot of those Indian batsmen can, to bat for that long time, they know how to do it. Um, so I think so. You're, you're absolutely spot on. That that battle up front, especially look if if Australia can bat first, I think Australia should look to bat first here. There should be no hesitation. Definitely. I mean, look, there could be a due factor, but Australia should forget that. Uh, you know, tomorrow runs on the board or on Sunday runs on the board are premium. Uh, Australia bat first. They have to score whatever they can, right, and and believe they can defend it. That's the Australian style. Forget about everything in the past. Forget about that. If the Jew comes, it comes. You can't control that. But you can control the fact that you can bat first and put India under pressure. If India bats first and gets, you know, close to 280, 300, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Um, Then you probably want the Jew to come. You want a lot more factors to run in your favour. Um, so I think oh, Australia's yeah. got to bat first, 100%, and not worry about the due factor. And, and, and that's where I think if, if the curator is right, if the underlights, the ball does a little bit, you nick off Coley, Rohit early, you never know. You you just never know. Can You know, I as a stroke maker, he's been told to play his own game. He can't, he'll offer you a chance. If you saw that at, at two for two in that first game, he tried to hit the ball on the right, hit it straight to cover, you could do it again. Um, but that's Australia's best chance, I believe. Yeah, I agree. I think bat first, set a big target if you can. And I think India will probably look to do the same. I think they will probably be thinking the same way. Do you agree? No, yeah, I think so. I don't think India will chase. I think they, they, their script and, you know, under lights, you've seen how lethal Shami is. Um, a lot of focus on Shami, but watch out for Bumrah tomorrow. If, if whatever India do, bat first, ball first, I think his first spell could... Um, you know, it set the tone for India. Yeah, I think so. A little bit like that 2011 World Cup. Uh, there was some nerves. I think there's more expectation on that 2011 Indian cricket team than this one. Some might argue that yeah. uh, because, you know, like Tendulkar, and, and it's been 30 years since they won the World Cup. This has only been sort of 12 years. Um, and they were playing against Sri Lanka. No, by no time, you know, disrespect to them, but I think this Australian team that, you know, the mental it's a big occasion. so um, And it's also a chance for a bit of revenge for India, having lost the 2003 final to Australia all those years ago. Can they get one over the Aussies? Um, you mentioned the uh, Shami and, and Boomer, but just, you know, that's when you look at the stats, how 
you know, this Indian team is complete. You know, unlike when you look at the Australian stats where the bowling's been a bit ropey, you know, you've got Muhammad Shami 23 wickets at nine. You've got Boomer 18 wickets at 18. You've got Jadeja 16 wickets at 22. And then you've got Yadav and Siraj who have, you know, played their roles and offered good support. So it's such a, you know, such a well-balanced bowling attack added to that top order. You know, it just looks like such a juggernaut of a team. You sort of, it's almost that Australia are hoping for just a little bit of an off night to give them a, you know, a window of opportunity. Because if the Indian team plays to their potential, it's hard to see Australia really being able to match them for a hundred overs of the contest. But another area that I think is really important. So, okay, the new ball for Australia against India's top order, big contest. My other mm-hmm. area of um, where I think is really important is the Australia's middle order against India's slow bowling in the middle overs because we've seen consistently Australia have got off to good starts, but they haven't been able to capitalise on them. They haven't been able to, on occasion, profit from the good start. So, you know, I think if Head Warner, Head Warner or Mitch Marsh could play a match winning innings, 150, that could win a game. But even if we get off to a fast start and lose a couple of wickets, we've got to capitalise in the middle order, and, and that to me is a, another big matchup. Australia's middle order against India's spin. Uh, yep, well said. I, I think you know Australia's target will be similar. I, I think uh, I think Australia will play the same team. Uh, you know, Manus will play in the middle. Um, I, I think well they'll look for you know that that hundred runs again you know, in sort of the fifteen overs uh, or ten overs, uh, and you know after that let let one of the batters carry on. Manus can play a bit of fiddle even if he scores 50 or 60 balls you're at 200 and then tee off to get another 70 80 90 that's sort of the last 10 overs that will be Australia's plan and I think one player that Australia has an option either they go after Jadeja or they go after Kuldeep I think they'll look to go after Kuldeep Yadav I think Jadeja can be a difficult customer especially if the ball grips it's just you know we see against finger spinners while I think Kuldeep might be the man Australia have to pick a player um now that could be Glenn Maxwell. It, it, it could be, you know, Manus playing his reverses and, and so forth to go after Kuldeep the other. But I think he's the person that they need to target because India don't have a fifth bowling option, a sixth bowling option. It could be Kohli could bowl. So I think him and Siraj are two guys I think Australia will target. I, I, Siraj has a phenomenal record against left-handers. Um, so his battle up front with Warner and Head is going to be terrific. Uh, but I think... Australia should go after Kuldeep and almost assign somebody um, to, to do that job. If Kuldeep goes to 70-odd with just one wicket or 80-odd, I think Australia will be, uh, you know, happy even to give Jadeja 50-55 and then make a big score. But I think Kuldeep Yadav, I think Australia target him. He's probably the least experienced. and uh, The other one is Mohamed Siraj. I think they're the two that Australia need to go after. I mean, it's a, bit, a tall order for... Australia because Yadav's been conceding at just 4.32 runs per over right through this World Cup. And the way Australia's batting has been against spin, it doesn't give you much confidence. I mean, is there a, is there another tactic they could take where they just try and milk the spinners, where they, you know, go after the new ball, play almost a very traditional 50-over game and, and milk the bowlers through the middle overs and then just try and accelerate in the last 10 overs and and, and not take too many risks? Uh, look, I don't see Australia do, doing that. Yes, there's an option. What they have to consider, and, and, and I think Pat Cummins spoke about this 
after that first game against India because Australia only got 200. You know, a 225 would have possibly made a bigger difference. You know, those 30 runs. So yeah. it, it's fine to come out and evaluate. And I think Rohit Sharma uh, talked about this in a, in a game um, uh, during the league matches where he said, I think it might have been the one against England where, you know, they, India only scored 230 runs. But Rohit Sharma said, on the like while batting, I realized this is not a 280 pitch. We we got to get to 240, and he changed his game. You know, mm. he needed to play for a long time. So if that's Warner, that's Head, that's Mitch Marsh, whoever it is, yes, I understand the game tactic is to go hard. But while going hard, you know, if you're if you get to that 80 in 10 overs and you realize the ball's going to spin, it's it's gripping, and it's it's not going to be easy for even a Maxwell to just blast. You need to bat out time. Even if you score 100 of 100 balls or 110 balls, that's fine. So I think that's what Australia need to keep in mind. You can't just go with that policy. We're going to go hard. That's our game plan. And we're happy to lose in that manner. That That's fine. But if the game changes, the pitch changes its nature and it's expected to do so, then you just have to adjust and become a little mindful. Even if that means I wouldn't be surprised, Menas, and I don't think Australia would do this, but even that means promoting someone up the order. If if you're if you're if they get off to a fast start, three for 150 and 20 overs, put Maxwell up there. Let let him score that 20-25. You know, I I don't mind that. I, I really don't. Yeah. I don't think Australia would do it. But I think just have what's in front of you in your mind. Don't come out fixated. Change your game if it needs to. And I think Pat Cummins addressed Great that in that first game. Absolutely, you just got to have that you know game awareness. Um, and look out for Smitty. I, I think Smitty's due for a big knock tomorrow. I agree. And um, we'll get to that in a minute. Just a couple more points before we wrap this up. Um, <clears throat> you know, you said about Australia sort of taking their time and everything. The, the one thing that is evident in World Cup finals, you can add, say this, say some of the team bats first and makes 230, that's like 250 in a, a normal game. Or, or say the team bats first makes 280, that's like... 300 because of the extra pressure of a final. So um, I think you've got to bear that in mind as well. And we've seen that, you know, Australia just sort of fell over the line um, chasing a low total against South Africa. I've got another question for you. Adam Zampa, he had a tough semi-final against South Africa. Do you think India will target him as well? Uh, yes. I, I mean, look, he's had enormous success against Coley. Um, you know, I think... I actually didn't think he bowled as badly in that first game uh, against India, where I think his figures were six overs for uh, or more than that. You know, I think he went for more than seven runs and over. And K.R. Rahul played some exquisite shots in that first over that sort of went Adam Zampa think a bit. India will go after him, no doubt. And I think Zampa, given that he bowls, you know, you know, Pat Cummins likes to hold him for that three or maybe four overs after. If Surakumar Yadav comes to the crease, I think that's going to be a really good battle as well. Um, so look out for that. But, yeah, I think a big game for Adam, Adam Zampa as well. And, you know, Glenn Maxwell, I think, how do India play him? Do they target him? Let's not forget, Ahmedabad's quite a big ground. Um, so I think, you know, boundary, where the boundary fielders are, I think Australia probably athletic in terms of catching up probably a little bit marginal better than India, I think with their fast bowling fielding qualities. Yep. Um, and, and the other point you mentioned about pressure, uh, Menas, is India hasn't been put under immense pressure in this World Cup. I mean, you look at that first game, three for three, 
New Zealand pushed them in the semi-final at, at a stage. E, you know, two England were none for thirty, chasing two thirty. But then that's a long way out before the finish line. When it mm. gets, you know, India hasn't required, you know, a forty of 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 twenty-four balls. India hasn't been required where the opposition it required. You know, they haven't been under the pump yet. And how do they do that? Well, I think Australia's gone through that. They've gone through that in that semi-final. They've I mean, how quiet that. would the, how quiet will the crowd be if Sharma or Kohli gets out early? It'll, you know, that'll put the players off. All of a sudden, there's 140,000 people, you know, sitting there in stunned silence. Absolutely. I mean, that you look at that 2011 World Cup and, you know, Tendulkar went early, Sawak went early, and the crowd went... MS Dhoni is so mentally strong, he was able to pull it off. I think Kale Rahul's got that ability, but underneath that, I think that's where six and seven are. And, you know, India's eight, nine, 10, 11, they're hardly bad. Um, so yeah. I, I think Australia's got a sniff. I, I think definitely. But, but, geez, this Indian team's been so clinical. Road Chalmers just, I can't see him changing his game. I think should, I think the big one for Australia tomorrow should be Gil. I think not enough people have talked about him. I mean, you talked about the semi, you talked about the Aya, you talked about Cole, you talked about Roach. I mean, Chubbin all got an 80. Um, and, I, I, and and he probably has a bit of, you know, less pressure. I recall him playing, a, a, you know, in the under-19 World Cup final when a, a coaching staff telling me, like, Chubbin was so focused, like he was, you know, carrying on, but you just knew he was going to get India across the line that day and he played a really good innings. So I think he's the he's the big candidate um, tomorrow, I think, Australia. He just might, hopefully he doesn't go under the radar, but it, it, it's going to be it's going to be an absolutely fascinating contest. Agree. So it's prediction time, Gav. I'll give mine in a second. But what I want from you is, who you think will win win the game, and give me maybe you know a few players you think could swing the contest either way. I, um, if I was going to pick my man of the match, um, um I, I'm. I'm slightly leading towards, you know, I think someone like a K.O. Rahul, um, watch out for him. Um, I think he, and, and, and you know, batting first, bowling first, I think he's vital. I think he's, you know, he, he just, you know, we talked about the Indian top four and probably not the strongest sort of lower to tail enders. He's the key. You you break you break into the story from my other, uh, I'm sorry, two, Kale Rahul, and I think you could well, that's a big that. one. He'd be yeah, a huge yeah. hero. He'd be a hero in India if he's the player of the match. And who, who do you think is going to win tomorrow night? Look, I, I can't see Australia stopping this juggernaut. Wow. I, I think I, I, it's it's too good. I, I I think so. I there is there is hope, no doubt about it. Uh, but menace, it, it's all about exhaustion. It's about turning yourself on. I think that whole you know coming from Kolkata playing. In such a close final, the, the, the travel, the recovery, long World Cup. I mean, yeah, I, I think Australia might have run its race already. I think India's just, you know, nine wins in a row, I think it is, or 10, whatever it is. I think there's still a little bit more left in this Indian tank and uh, than, than Australia. What about you? 
Yeah, well, <clears throat> players that I think will decide the contest. So, I mean, I really think David Warner, he's the sort of player that could anchor a huge Australian innings. He's hes the sort of player that when he gets going, he doesn't just make 100, he can make 150. You know, he can make big daddy hundreds. And, and that's what wins World Cup finals. So, you know, I think there's a part of me that, you know, I'd love to see him as player of the match in his you know, what could be his final 50-over game for Australia. Um, of course, Steve Smith, I agree with you, he's due and he's a player not to be discounted. But then, you know, my other player for Australia who I think, you know, could be decisive is Mitchell Stark. We saw yeah. a glimpse of his best in the semi-final, and he's the player that you mentioned there. He can get you into that middle order quickly. You know, India can look up at the scoreboard and have their top order chopped off. So they're the two Australians. Um, but then conversely, I'm really worried about Rohit Sharma because, as you said, um, he can just come out all, all guns blazing. And Australia actually haven't coped that well in the last couple of months when they're really getting torn apart. They can sort of start to go missing. So if, you know, if Sharma comes out and sets the tone early, Australia might get walloped in this final. Um, so that's kind of my predictions. I mean, I think Jadeja could take eight, nine wickets the way we bat against him. So he'll be, the play- you know, he, he could take a 10 fight in a World Cup final um, the way we've historically batted against him. So look out for Jadeja. But I'm actually going to tip an Australian win for one okay. reason only. I yep. think Australia have nothing to lose. India yeah. are the India are the such heavy favourites. But if you look at this Australian side, it is littered with match winners. And I just think tomorrow night there'll be enough match winners in that Australian team to get it done. And if they don't get it done, I think they'll push India really hard and we'll be really proud of them. Fair call. No problems. Maybe, maybe Pat Cummins is going to take six and he's going to show and say in a post-match presentation, thanks, Andrew Manzul and the cricket and support. All, all the support over these years. And I want to make sure that I'm trying to get going to lift this trophy again in four years' time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for our World Cup final preview. Uh, enjoy the game, fans. This is an occasion to be savoured. It's been a long slog of a group stage, so I'm glad we're there now. And we've got two fantastic teams. Gav, we'll be catching up after the final uh, to review it. Um, but, yeah, enjoy. We'll do and see you and talk to you in that day on Monday. I'm sure we'll have a lot of breakdown of what has happened, what would happen on Sunday night. Absolutely. So, listeners, uh, hit us up on social media. Send us your predictions for the final. If you disagree with us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We're at Oz Cricket Pod, AUS Cricket Pod. I'm at Amenas on Twitter. Gabby's at Gamper underscore cricket. So, you can reach out to, out to us there and tell us what you think is going to happen tomorrow night. Uh, but enjoy the match and we'll speak afterwards. <laughs> This is a Piccolo Podcast production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.